Guys, go check out our Patreon where you can get our daily morning show and next week's episode. Welcome back to the Basement Yard. Danny, how's it going with your headband? Ha <laughs> Headband Boy's back. And I got Basement Yard merch on. I'm going full force. Yeah. Also, you're in Florida and it's hot as shit here, so I know it's hot there. And you're wearing a long sleeve. Well, here's the thing. All right. I ran the air conditioner all night last night and I usually leave it on 69. I know. I know. I know. Wait, what? I leave the air conditioner on 69. Why? Because it's not even down. cold. No, but that's in the living room, in the living space. In the bedroom, I leave it on 64. Nah, bro, you gotta live in a tundra. No, yeah, 64 is a tundra down here. No, yeah, but you gotta ice out the whole crib. You can't See? leave 69 and you're sweating on that couch. I you run hot, though, dude. I sweat easily. Yeah, I sweat too. I sweat too. Um, but the thing is, really, I don't spend a, a lot of time out here in the living room unless I'm working. So, like, I have my whole setup in, like, in the corner. Yeah. So, like, if I'm not recording, I'm not really in here. Also, another thing I hate about air conditioners is the energy saver. Stupid, stupid feature. I don't care about saving energy at all. No, dude. Who gives a shit? I, I don't care. freeze to death. I don't, I don't have LED light bulbs either. Fuck energy. I'll pay for the energy. Make it freezing in my house. <laughs> yeah, it's hot dude. as shit. This is why I pay so much money to Con Edison. Is because I don't give a shit about energy savers. I yes. don't fucking care. I don't want to are... save money or energy or no. anything. Okay? You, know what's, you know what's bullshit though too? Is that they'll change the price of energy just because it's summertime. It's hot. Yeah, it's hot. They're going to use a lot. Let's make them pay more. Piece that, of should be, shit. that should be illegal. That's scumbaggery. Yeah, well, someone out there owns energy. Think about that. Someone owns water. Yeah. What is that? Also, people just own sp public space on the sidewalk. This is mine. Parking spaces that yeah. you pay for. Isn't that wild? How did we let that happen? Other thing that like really like bugs me out too is like with stuff like like own it like when you know when they get pollen spring it'll be like bottled in the in the springs of the springs of Maine Poland. or some shit. <laughs> You're going to fucking tell me that some dude is sitting out there just filling up my 18 pack being like, all right, we got another one. Ship this one out to fucking uh, uh, stop and shop in Publix. Some Polish guy just with his hand in a river. <laughs> got one. Got it. Lock, lock it up. Yeah, when you were, know, in, were you in Utah? Was there just water that you could drink like out of a like out of a spring? Um, there was water like we did a hike. Uh, that led us to this like cave and there was pools of like freezing water, dude. I jumped into this water and immediately my dick turned into a puss. Yeah. Like it just <laughs> no fucking, thanks. dude, literally it just sucked in and then opened up into like that, like a little nice butterfly pussy. <laughs> oh. Speaking of, bu speaking of butterfly. Yo, my dick reacts to cold shit at a fucking speed you would not believe at the speed of sound. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever just had a day when you when you're just like, dude, I have the smallest fucking dick of all time? Yes. Yo, what is that about? Why Sometimes do I have good and bad dick days? I had yeah, and I honestly, and on the bad ones, the bad ones outweigh the good ones. Not oh. that they're more frequent; it's just that they hurt more. And uh, they just get more attention because sometimes I'll be taking a shower and it's like, dude, this is a warm shower, and what's my dick doing right now? 
I, I literally walked by like the mirror in here the other day and I looked at my penis. I was like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> Who is thick as this? Impossible. <laughs> it's like Luke Skywalker. But I was just That's like, impossible. That's impossible. Dude, Dude literally, yeah. Tiny. No, I was feeling this way the other day. And I think, I, I don't know what it's from, but there are times where, like I'll go on a run and then I'll come home and I'll get in the shower and then my dick's like, I'm not going to just be a dick right now. Yeah. And it's just, it's a different thing. It looks like a, you know, a small person's thumb or something. I'm just like, what, what happened to us? Like I, I'll talk to it. This but, isn't uh, us. This isn't us. This You're not being you. You've changed. No, no you've changed. You've changed. Yeah. Uh, speaking of change, I got my asshole waxed. Oh uh, yeah, I, I know. You texted me and you said that you shaved. Uh, first, oh my god, I'm gonna throw up thinking about this. Danny texted me and goes, "Yo, I just shaved. I just got my asshole and gooch waxed." And then I didn't answer him. And then he proceeds to send a picture of three pieces of waxing paper covered in Puerto Rican hair, and like they were red. And I thought it was blood at first. <laughs> Yeah, so, it wasn't uh, it wasn't blood. It was just a whole lot of hair. So the wax is like, but you definitely wax. bled. No, no bled. No, and I'm gonna go on the record and say this didn't hurt. What? Yo, for some reason your asshole doesn't hurt when you wax it. I don't doubt the asshole stuff, but the my gooch is sensitive. Nah, nah. Like it was one strip. It was, it was he like had a, two hands on it. Like he well, was making a bed. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was a she, but she was just like, all right, like I'm gonna go one. I'm just wait, gonna hold go on, one. hold on, hold on, real quick, real quick. I gotta, uh -huh. you know, I gotta set the scene here. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you show up, and uh, are there ceilings on these places? Because I know sometimes, you know, they don't. Oh yeah, there is there is a ceiling. Okay, so you go into this place that has a ceiling, and you and you lay on this thing. Are you throwing it? You throwing your legs over your head? Is she holding no. your ankles like a baby, like wiping for, your ass? So for my asshole. I laid flat on my stomach and was And she told, just sifted through cheek. No, no, no. I was told to reach back and spread that crack. Oh, my S God. It was a manual stretch. It was a manual stretch. So a I'm literally... manual spread. Yeah. So I'm laying down, like, you know, literally putting myself in the Boston Crab. And I'm just like, all right, here we go. Like, <laughs> I don't know whether to tap out or, like, open my asshole. Yeah, yeah. And so... The woman's applying it to my asshole. Wait, did she say anything when you opened it? She went, oof. Did she, like, no, make a sound? You know me, though. Like, I'm going to make a fucking stupid-ass joke. I was What'd just you like, say? Yeah. I was just like, it's, it, is it crazy looking? <laughs> and they were like, no, it's not, it's not bad. Um, so I spread my ass, um, and they put the wax on there. That had to feel good. Yeah, but it was kind of hot. So I was just like, yo, just... And I was like, please... Don't burn my bun. Yeah, I was like, I'm going, I'm going to the Keys this weekend. Please, please, I can't go there with a burnt asshole. I just can't. Yeah, yeah, no, you can't. You can't. They won't let you in. No, no. But the thing is, is when they wax, mm -hmm. they obviously have to apply the hot stuff. And I was like, ooh, ooh, all right. But for some reason, it felt really nice. Yeah, I, I imagine like putting a warm syrupy kind of thing on my butt would be very nice and you and what it felt like before like i made sure to fully feel my asshole before like i really wanted a before and after of my asshole 
Uh-huh. So, so like, I had, like, this moment in the shower, like, where I was playing with my asshole. But not not sexually, but, like, just figuring out, like, what it's really like. And I was like, oh, yo, you know what? There's not that much hair. So when they rip it off and you see how much hair that your asshole actually produces, I was flabbergasted. <laughs> the strips I sent you were only my asshole. The fact that there was multiple strips, like I don't know about you, but I got a tiny little, you know, knot back there. Well, I don't have a three-strip hole at all. No, no, no. But it's not. It's like uh, it's not just the asshole. They do it's like the, the surrounding. Side, they, they do the yeah. side canyon. It's the seven kingdoms. Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah. So basically, my asshole looks like a volcano. Like my ass looks like a volcano now because it's just like. It's hairy on my ass, but once you get to the asshole, it's very like a volcano tip. No, oh, yeah, you got it's a bullseye back there. Yeah, but for when I did my gooch, I laid on my back, and then you threw your legs up. I threw my legs up and held my penis and my balls up. Did you be honest? Did you like? Did you fucking smack around your dick to try and get some blood in it so it wasn't it pathetic? <laughs> Goddamn right. He's just, like, in the, yeah. he's in the waiting room like if, <laughs> Sir, I'm just like You don't understand You don't understand This is I gotta do something No, but There's been times though Like when I'm doing manscaping I prefer to be hard So Because, because your balls get tighter And it's mm-hmm. easier to shave Like the bottom of your shaft It's just yeah. better angles The bottom of your shaft well, like where your where your shaft meets your pubic reach. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never tried, I've never been hard and then been like, you know, let's get a buzz in. You know, that's just not how I roll. Usually, I get hard and I'm like, let's, you know. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, if I'm gonna have this morning boner, and it's gonna go to waste, I'm not gonna waste it. Let's just let's just get after it. Let's start hacking some weeds. Dude, I just, I don't know. I feel like shaving my, like buzzing my dick when it's hard would be like getting a tattoo on my ankle bone. Yeah, but. <laughs> like it would kind of hurt, you know? Yeah, a little butterfly. No, what? but waxing my asshole is definitely going to be something I do all the time now. Well, you you got some time before you have to go back, right? What yeah. I'm worried about is when it starts being prickly, because you're going to be one itchy, sacked man. Yeah, itchy sack, itchy ass. Um, so you're just like... Dude, I wiped my ass sleek. yesterday. Dude, I wiped my ass yesterday. It was like wiping a wet egg. <laughs> a wet egg? I was like, dude, there's just no interference. This is so fun. It was There's like no it was resistance. Like, yeah, you know it was like saying? it was like painting an Easter egg. Really, it's just like <laughs> it was just perfect. And I was like, "Wow, this is a, this is amazing." Now I might just do my whole ass and just have. <laughs> yeah, but you can't. I mean, that's the thing. I'm gonna look like a fucking hologram, fucking baseball card because I can't get hair everywhere. Just certain parts are gonna be bald. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah. no, but I think being, I think. How much was it? $56. Steal. Well, it's not that, like, girls go in and get, you know when girls go in, they get their whole body done? Like, they'll do, like, their, like, stomachs and chest and Stomachs? Legs. Yeah. They have hairy stomachs? Girls do, yeah. 
Girls have hair, bro. I know they have hair. I've never seen a girl and be like, she's got... Like, I've seen a girl, like an Italian girl, and you're like, this girl's got hairy arms. Yeah. But I've never seen a girl and been like, she's got to do something about that stomach. <laughs> the fuck? No, yo, girls grow hair everywhere. Of course, we all do. But like little, tiny, blonde, see-through stuff. Not yeah, enough unless, to where unless you you're have an to Italian. it. Unless you're an Italian. I know that, but I've never seen an Italian woman have a stomach that I was like, you need to do something about this. Armpits. Asshole. Armpits, asshole, bougie. Bushage. Uh, lip, uh, your lip. The puer, yeah. And then, and then this here. But stomach? Like. Yeah. Yes, dude. You got people running around with hairy titties and shit. They probably yeah, relax I'm, their titties. I'm sure there's nipple hair. Like, I got nipple hair. My yeah. nipple hair is just weird, though. Like, it's like... My nipples look like they got electrocuted. Like, the hairs are just, like, out there. Frank, Frankie and I showed our nipples on the stank uh, last night. He's got some hairy stuff. He's got some hairy nipples. No hair anywhere else. It's yeah, unbelievable yeah. to me. Super jealous. You're a fucking hairless wonder, too, you fucking little bitch. I'm not that. Uh, I mean, I got some some brown sugar. Yeah, but that's just nothing. That's getting I thicker, got, though, as you're getting older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, You're growing in your mane. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, like, I want to be one of those piece of shit dudes who just sit in their backyard all day and just tan when they're older and they're fat and then they got like a chain that's like get caught in their chest pubes. That'd be nice. You just taking shots at me? What's going on here? What? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of you. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty, um, I'm pretty, pretty into the wax. It's just, I wish, I might just get laser. See, I'm worried about that. What if they laser like the wrong part of your gooch and like I don't really know what's in my gooch. You understand? Like I don't know what's behind that, you know, that membrane of skin. It could also, be important stuff back there. Like is my prostate there? I have no idea, dude. Oh, my prostate's in my ass. Yes, it's inside your but, asshole. But, yeah, but like that, <laughs> you could get in my ass and get to my gooch. You know what I'm saying? Like if you have a, if you stretch. Yeah, if, I mean, yeah. If you stretch, you can get in there. But That's what I'm saying. So I don't know what's over there. So if you laser that part and she lasers in one part too much and it goes through the skin and mm. it starts killing sperm or it starts, you know, whatever, then I'm. You know, you know that I didn't think about. That I didn't think about. I'm um, worried about lasers. Well, you, I'm taking a sperm test. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you, I'm 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 gonna come into something and then I'm gonna send it away and see how good my my sperm is. Nice. That's dope. That's real good. Do you know that people test their sperm before they're trying to get pregnant or whatever? Mm-hmm. I would love to just go there and just experience that because I don't want to go into a room and someone hand me a bunch of magazines in 2020, hand me a fucking magazine. Like I'm going to jerk off to that, which I oh, am for the nostalgia factor. Yeah. But what are we doing? Give me a hologram of my favorite celebrity. It's, that would it's be, where you have too much technology. Don't well, give that's me a the, magazine. <laughs> that's the future of sperm banks. And she'd be like, who do you want? She'd be like, anyone? Yeah. And they'd be like, no. You could pick whoever you want. I'm anyone but my bitch wife, Rebecca. <laughs> so guy gets that. Give me anybody who I'm not doing this for. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> do you think we ever get to the point where holograms, you can feel them? 
because then brothels would be so safe. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, they're already starting with robot brothels. That's those disgusting. are around. That's that's weird though, dude. Yeah. Like I can't fuck a, a doll. I'd be worried about like um, it being haunted. Like like of like come goes past or like no itself. just just like you know every time I see a, a scary movie like the spirits they always inhabit dolls and like a robot I don't know bro like bro you're one of the most interesting people people I know because the weirdest shit worries you I'm not and I I and I you know obviously like we try to be funny in the show but I really feel this way about that that's what I'm saying like you never I can't take, you have never a doll. Eat- you Looking never take a, a strong stance against ghosts because you're fucking afraid of them. <laughs> I am. I'm bad afraid, bro. I'm buzzing. Every time I'm just like, yo, you believe in ghosts? You're like, yeah, you know, it's like, you know, there's... <laughs> I'm just like, dude, it's a yes or no question. Are you fucking, Do you believe in ghosts? And you're like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really want to say no. <laughs> I'm just like, what are you talking about, bro? There's no such thing as ghosts. I don't know, bro. Shit is, uh, you know. There's shit going you, on, man. Do you believe in paranormal activity, though? I don't know, man, because <laughs> I haven't, I haven't really, I haven't experienced it. But there's too many motherfuckers out here being like, "Yo, the plate fell off the wall, and when it landed, it broke, it broke into a million pieces, and it spelled out my grandma's name." And I'm like, "Bro, how does that happen?" Yeah, that's wacky. Have, you know what I'm saying? Have, like, I don't fuck with that. You guys had a medium on OPL yet? Yes, we did. How did we that had a go? Medium. Um, what season was that? That was early, uh, right? Dude, I don't know. It was, I, I think it was like two seasons ago, but we had a medium on. I honestly don't remember how it went. Not that it wasn't good, but I just don't. She actually did like a reading sort of, and some of it applied to like one of someone that Greg knew. But yeah. also like. Were they like uh, uh, Jeremy, John, Jack, But she about this. I think that a medium could just be a private investigator. Like, if I followed you around for a week, I could figure out some stuff about you. Yeah. Also, TV, that woman in Long Island with the big beehive nest hair or whatever the fuck, she's walking through the fucking supermarket, and the guy who's putting the mangoes on the shelf, she's like, hold on. <laughs> Did you have an uncle who was a, a coal miner? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, come on. There's no way. This is TV. Let's be honest. Speaking of TV, um, obviously I'm still watching 90 Day Fiance, but when other than end? I, oh, it's the best. Other than 90 Day Fiance, though, um, I ha- can't stop watching uh, the clip of when the little people fall in the water, and it goes. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know what you were talking about, but now I know exactly what you're talking about. And so I went in, and then I ended up watching that show. It's like Little People of Atlanta or some shit. Oh, my God. See, Bro. And, oh. I don't know how to feel about these shows. Because the, the producers of that show, you know, are sitting in a fucking room. And they're going, well, Real Housewives of New Jersey is a very popular show. What if we got them... But they were all little people. And this is something. And you know that, they didn't say little people. They said midget in that meeting. Uh, 100%. They'd be like, so I don't let's know, get what? a bunch of drama queen midgets in here <laughs> and make them fight in a big house in Atlanta. And then one of them falls off a big boat 
the the worst thing is that we would come up with that show and then be like, no, nah, this is ridiculous. You can't do this. If we came up with that show, we'd be like, well, that would never work because people would kill us. <laughs> like people would never allow us to put something like that together. And here we are. Uh, I saw one of them on Cameo. My buddy watches the show and he got a Cameo from one of them. And I was just like, you know what? Good for them, though. Like, I would take that opportunity and turn it into a fucking career. Why not? No, yeah. I mean, it's just the... And there's nothing wrong with the people on the show doing it and capitalizing on the opportunity because I'm sure they're very aware of what's going on here. Like 100%. You, you put a bunch of little people on TV who are just going to yell at each other. And I'm sure the producers are coming in like, hey, we need uh, you guys to start arguments. So, and they're all like, you know, gaslighting each other and like making each other insane or whatever the fuck. Yeah. But... You know, so I'm sure they're like in on it to some extent. But the the original idea, <laughs> thinking about started in a room of grown adults, not no pun intended. But they were just like, all right, yeah, you know what? Let's just get a whole bunch of midges in here, and let's just throw a camera, and let's see what happens. And then let's pick one especially mean midge, and get them in here to start fights with everyone. And then we'll do a spinoff show. What's the flavor flave kind of route? Was that the first one? I think so. Flavor 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 flave was the most ridiculous show, bro. Like people forget, dude. That was, a, that was a big ass show. One of my beard hairs just went to my mouth. Uh they would give like and I love the names he would give them. He'd be like, yo, you look like a cardboard box, so I'm gonna call you boxy. <laughs> Yo, you go wow. I'm gonna call you Buck Wow. He called the girl who's from New York, New York. Yo, you from New York? Wow. I'm gonna call New you York. New York. <laughs> you oh, play you basketball? play basketball? Hoops. <laughs> I'm gonna call you Hoops. Like these are fucking bro. real, like really good nicknames he's giving them. Hoops. And it's like, bro, can someone come up with one? Is there a guy helping him with these nicknames, or are he just coming up with them like off the top of his head? Oh, you diabetic? I'm gonna call you Sugar. Sugar sweet. <laughs> sugar sweet. I'm going to call you too much sugar. This guy's terrible at giving nicknames, bro. <laughs> I wish The Bachelor would do that so bad. What was I'd... the best? What was the first reality show? Real World? Dude, I don't know. I didn't really. I wasn't really into that. Big Brother might be. Aren't they on like on season 80? And like, bro, I don't understand Big Brother and how it's legal. Do you realize the movie, The Truman Show? That's what Big Brother is. And people sign up. To beat Truman You know what I'm saying I, I could never sign away my rights like that They have a website that you could just watch the cameras In the Big Brother house So if you're bored And you're a fucking psycho You can go on a website And just watch people sitting on the couch Either watching TV or taking showers Weren't you There's be shower cameras Really? Yes And there's fucks They fucks They this have is sex Big Brother live. It might not I, be. I mean, yeah, we got coronavirus, so I don't know if they're filming. Big Brother celebrity live feeds. This house is currently closed. Yeah, so there's no yeah. one in the house now. But think about it. There's a live feed. Someone could just be watching you right now. That's wild to me. What kind of sick person would do that? Weren't you going to be on The Real World? They reached out to me because they wanted me to do it. And I can't even, I, I can't even fathom how easy it is to say no. That's the worst thing ever. I love how people go on that show, cheat on their girlfriends, and think they're not going to find out. 
Like their girlfriend's like, <laughs> yeah, that's insane. It's like, yo, like my girlfriend's Shore. coming to visit. My girlfriend's coming to visit next week. I don't know how it's gonna go. So not only am I gonna cheat on you on the show, I'm gonna have you over treat you like I didn't cheat on you, and then the show is gonna come out in front of the nation. Is there anything I, that might be the most embarrassing thing that could happen to someone? Is I to get cheated that, on on the real world. I think that they might pay people to do that because it just happens yeah. too often. It just happens too often on those shows. And you know when they ask, like in the confessional, they're probably like, "Hey, you think you're like gonna hook up with Marcus? Think you're gonna hook up with Jerry?" They and then sick people working. Yeah, away. they're like, "You want you guys want to hook up, huh?" I can see it, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't know." Yeah. Do also, you think the- he's hot, but do you think he's hot? <laughs> it's just like I don't know. I have a boyfriend. It's like I have a. Boyfriend, do you remember Temptation but, uh, Island, dude? Yes. And yes. It's literally a whole show dedicated to putting people in an on an island and like trying so hard to get them to cheat on their wife or whatever. What a psycho! Reality TV execs are nuts, dude. It's crazy how much reality TV has like changed the landscape of like how we view life. Think about this. Survivor Man, right? You go Survivor Man. This is this is an awesome show. You get to watch this dude fucking build these things and he records the whole thing by himself and he's in nature and he teaches you how to survive and kills it and and crushes it, right? And then people got into a room and go, "Let's do this." But two people and they're fucking naked and they don't know each other. <laughs> Can you, that's the idea. They go, yo, let's make them dick out. I'll tell you this. I'm only going if it's good dick day. If it's a bad dick day, I'm calling it off. I mean, you're going to call I'm, dude, I'm, you're, I'm, If you're I'm, in a desert, my dick's going to be whack. It's going to look like a fucking balloon that has it came fresh out of the pack. No air in it. I would definitely stay Cirque for... Uh, Naked and afraid. Why? Just for extra protection. Be like a little shield. From the sun? No, just from like intruders. Intruders? Like, well, I, like, I meant to say insects. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when people come to the island and try to intrude? When people try to break into my dick. <laughs> intruders. Yeah, no, that idea. Naked and afraid. What a psycho thing to do. And then it's like, yo, like we're naked and afraid. If it's cold, like let's just do the like the body warmth thing. They do. That's what you have to though. What else are you gonna do? But think and like that's another thing where they had to be sitting in this thing and being like, they're gonna be cold and you know, body heat is gonna help. So we're gonna put people in awkward situations where it's like they're both married, but they have to rub their naked bodies on each other to for warmth, and it'll be great TV. Like there's people in an, in an office saying this. There's people filming it, and then there's people being like watching it and going, "This is awesome." <laughs> Listen, I I really gave up reality TV for a long time. Now I'm just fucking this this quarantine is, has turned me into like a 50-year-old Italian woman. My sister watches the most reality TV and she always says she's like I don't even like it but I don't know why I watch I it. That's that's reality TV. I can't turn away from it. If she watches on, Total Bellas, the Bella Twins, the wrestlers. She watches their reality TV. Yeah, Literally I sat there for an episode and watched the entire episode was about how they live next to each other and one girl is worried that her like one-year-old baby 
is going to somehow get out of her sight, open up the gate to the next door, and then fall in the pool. So she's like, I want you to put a gate around the thing. The whole episode was about how she wants, to put her sis- she wants her sister to put a gate around the pool. I'm like, this show, there's nothing happening on this show. She's like, yeah, I just really don't understand. Like, my sister won't put up a sign. It's like, Brittany won't put up a sign that my baby can't even read. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, that's what they said. Did you see that? No. Oh, wow. Yeah, she wanted her to put up a sign that said, like, hey, be careful, like, whatever. And she's like, but your daughter can't even read. You know how they have, like, electric fences for dogs? You think they have those for kids? They don't, dude. What? Electrocuting children? No, no, no. Like, it would only be, like, if you were saying, like, say you went somewhere and you were like, uh, this person is staring at me record the show right now. Stop staring at me. Stop. Okay. What's Uh going on? Oh, this is a person staring. I wish I could turn the camera. Okay. What are you talking? There was a a couple walked by just now. Yeah. Saw me recording in the window and just proceeded to get closer to the window. They probably think you're on live TV. Well, I don't know what the fuck they were doing. They're walking right towards me. That's why I was like, hey, what? Uh, Okay, go away. At that point, they think you're probably calling them over. You know, I'm saying, hey, like, hi. And then Come they on the kept, show. And then they came, like, a couple steps closer, and I think they realized that what I was doing, and then they left. I'm just so on edge down here, dude. It's just, it's just, the people down here are wild. Mm-hmm. Wild people. Florida's a cool place, man. Yeah, Florida's awesome. It's just the people that are just nuts. Yeah. I saw, um, this isn't really a Florida man sighting. But uh, obviously there were protests down here, and uh, some guy. The area that I'm staying in wasn't hit by protests mm-hmm. or rioting or looting or anything. It was more east. But some guy rode through here with a Harley Davidson, an American flag. It was like Undertaker, like American badass riding down to the ring. And no and no one was out here. It was just him. It was like, I'm a cowboy. I'm a sinner in black. I'm yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, dude, no one's out here. What are you doing? So he was just like, yeah, fuck yeah. And I was like, all right, dude. Take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> what? No, fucking loud ass car. I was like, he's back. Oh, I didn't even hear it. Dude, I was like, it's either this guy's going to a protest or this guy's going to fucking tombstone me in like five seconds. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Keep rolling, 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 rolling. And I'm pulling into the parking lot where I'm staying, and there's a guy on a bike. He's just cruising. And I'm like, you know, like I look at him, and I'm going to make a left, but he's like on the parking lot, so I'm like, go. And he just fucking looks at me like this. <laughs> Sun to you. Sun me, so I'm like, all right. I get out of the car and he's still looking back at me. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm going to get into another fucking thing down here, dude. If I don't get out of here at some point, I'm going to, I'm going to end up in jail. Yeah, I think so. It's getting wild. It's getting wild. But yeah, but, uh, Undertaker came through. That was pretty dope. I almost forgot that story, but, uh, all the, the protests, man, it's crazy to see how like every state in America had a protest. Yeah. 
I want to I want to get into that too on the the second half of the show, but I'm gonna do the ads real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll get into the the protests and everything. Keep um, rolling, rolling. What? <laughs> Yo, guy had a vest on. Nobody following him. I was like, I go for it, bro. It's like old school. It's like there's more coming. <laughs> no. Bring your green hat. I Bring was like, your, dude. Snoop. Snoop a loop. Snoop a loop. Oh shit! All right, uh, let's get to these ads, okay? Uh, first one we have is Honey. Okay, Honey is the free online shopping tool that saves you money online. Uh, it automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart, um, which makes online shopping amazing. Okay, so obviously during quarantine especially, we're going to be shopping online. Um, to have this, you know, attachment, this shopping tool, um, you know, it's, it's great because it just kind of does its work without you going out of your way to do that. So if you go on Amazon or anything or you know, you go to Nike or Sephora, these things, and you buy anything, it automatically finds uh, coupon cones. Co- coupon cones. Coupon Coup- cones. Coupon codes for you. Has saved over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings. Um, supports over 30,000 online stores, and they're adding more every day. Um, but, yeah, and it's free. Also, you don't have to pay for it. So, literally, you're saving money, and you're not paying for anything. It installs in just a few seconds. You have nothing to lose here. Okay, go to Honey. Uh, go get Honey at joinhoney.com slash basement for free. Okay, joinhoney.com slash basement. Get that Honey. Start saving money. Mm. Um, bars. Um, and next we have Crossrope. Okay, and Crossrope is uh, the – they're reinventing the home workout experience. Um, it's weighted ropes, uh, to, and they give feedback, which makes it easier for beginners to get started and learn. So they have, like, an app. They can do like certain workouts with these uh, jump ropes and they're weighted. There's two different weighted ones. Um, I have a cross rope and I've been using it. I'm not that great at jump roping. How are you over there? Are you good? Well, I, I, I used to, I boxed when I was younger. So like, I'm okay with a jump rope. Yeah. Like I'm okay. I'm not like out here, like, da, 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 da. like no, I'm not that good. I. So I want to get like better at it. And it's like a really good cardio workout. So um, with this, um, you know, they have durable steel ropes, uh, handles and patented fast clip system for swapping one, uh, like weighted rope for another. Um, you can choose between their get, get lean or get strong sets, depending on your fitness goals or the best value for both sets. Uh, you get the get fit bundle. Um, so if you're ready for a new cardio and a full body home workout, visit crossrope.com slash basement, get up to $40 off crossrope um, sets plus free shipping when you check out today at crossrope.com slash basement. Okay. Basement B A S E M E N T. Uh, but yeah, if you're looking for a home workout, which we all are, gyms aren't open, start doing that jump rope. Okay. Um, so go to crossrope again, crossrope.com slash basement. Um, but yeah, uh, so wanted to talk about the, uh, the protests, riots, looting, all that shit. Um, I did on our Patreon record a video. Usually the morning meeting is supposed to be like 10 to 12 minutes or something. And I did like 45 minutes. So if you've heard that already, a lot of this will probably just be reiterated or whatever. But, um, dude, it's like really, it's, I, it's a weird time because I feel like almost we're all, it's a very divisive time, but I also feel like we're all kind of on the same team because, more often than not, I'm seeing people like finally kind of being proactive. And I get that it's a very new thing and I hope that it does last and people don't let this kind of like fade into the background. But 
I think that it just kind of came sort of at the perfect time because we, I mean, the unemployment rates are crazy. No one has anywhere to be. And this is like a problem and no one has anything else to do. So there's no real distractions. Like now we can get to the problem, you know, and just kind of, that's why everyone's protesting. That's why everyone's like, you know, doing all these things. And one of the things that I'll say is that the thing that bothers me the most about when things like this happen is the way people deflect from the actual problem because someone gets killed by the police and you go, you know, black lives matter. This like policemen shouldn't be police brutality against blacks, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then people want to combat that with these statistics. Like actually there's more black on black crime. There's more police on white crime. There's more incarcerated white people, like all this stuff. And it's like, all these statistics are irrelevant. Like, how does that even matter? Like I am, I have trouble understanding why people even bring up these statistics. Cause it's like, there is police brutality against black people. Even if you don't believe in white privilege or you don't believe in systemic racism or any of that shit if you don't believe in that you can still obviously there is proof evidence of police brutality against black people and if people want to march just for that fact they should be able to and it's not like you can go well more white people are killed by police so this shouldn't happen you shouldn't protest that makes no sense to me mm. i don't understand that the other thing, well, a lot of people are just like, you know, like we have the problems with the looting and the rioting. And it's like, listen, like I get that. Like, you know, like people don't want their stores looted and shit. But like also people don't want to see people that look like them getting killed and murdered in the street. So when in, I'm in Fort Lauderdale now and it was peaceful until a woman was on her knees like this and a cop just shoved her, shoved her on the ground. Yeah. She was on her knees with her hands up. He walks by her and shoves her. And I knew it was bad because a female cop, African-American cop, I believe, was like, yo, what are you doing? Yeah. You know? And then people started wiling out, like throwing shit, throwing shit. And, you know, it's, they try to do peaceful protests all over. Like I said, every, every city, I mean, every major city in America, I think has had a, has had a protest. Yeah. Like what more do you need to what more do you need to know that this needs to stop? Yeah, like and the fact that you have a problem a with that. Yeah, like this is like yeah, this is cool. There's a fucking virus going around and people don't care about getting sick. They care about getting equality. And yeah. and being and Chris Rock had a quote. It's like, "Listen, like we want to be average as a white person that's average and treated the same way." These people have gone through this whole thing. And listen, I'm Puerto Rican. At certain times of the year, I feel like I am a person of color, okay? <laughs> I, I am very I have a dark tint to my skin. I have olive skin. Uh if I if if here right now in Puerto Rican I grow this beard out, I become Muslim for some reason. People always ask me that if I'm Middle Eastern. Uh and then if I get too dark, they think I'm Indian. But what I'm trying to figure out is people of color too need to support Black Lives Matter because I saw somebody have you seen this guy, uh, Spanish Latin gentleman? I don't know. I don't want to say what part of the world he was from because then if I'm wrong, I'm an asshole. But he came out with like a chainsaw and was like, get out in front of my store. He's speaking Spanish and he's like calling people pieces of shit and racist shit. And it was just like, you know, as somebody, as a Puerto Rican 
American. It's it's scary for me to think that if I could get it on a small small scale. Imagine being born. That's the that's the mistake. That's what you're gonna make people make make them feel like they had a mistake because they were born black. All they were were born black. That's it. And we have a problem with that. And then people want to bring up stats like, oh, more white people go to jail, more white people are killed by police. You want to know something white people also did too? We went over to Africa and brought these people here in boats. <laughs> and then we said that they're not even a full human being. Imagine that. <clears throat> being a human being and having somebody write a law that you are not a human. Yeah, and also... And just people don't... haven't forgotten that rhetoric. It sits with them. It's hereditary, and people see this growing up, and they're taught this. Well, the problem is that it's not just something to remember. Like, And that's something that like white people love to say is like, like, I didn't do this. Like, this was hundreds of years ago, like slavery or whatever. But people don't realize when the slavery was abolished, it wasn't like everyone was like, oh, we're not racist anymore. People were very upset by that. So they weren't hiring black people. They weren't letting them live in certain areas. We and went was- to war over it. Yeah. With each other. Yeah. So we, they, like, abolished slavery, and then they're not hiring black people to do this. They're not letting them live in certain areas. I'm, I'm reading a book called The Color of Law right now, and it's about how... You know, they had these redlining neighborhoods where they would say, like, oh, black people live here. So it was people like they they were basically propaganda forcing white people to sell their homes if a black person moved on their block. And then the banks would sell it to black families that were looking for homes for more than it was worth. Oh, yeah. Forcing them to be staying in this area and like whatever, just like segregating neighborhoods, like whatever. But. The problem is also that goes on even to this day is in communities where it is predominantly predominantly black, they will over police, which ends up in more arrests, which the logic behind that is that they want they'll send more police to this area because there's more crime going on. So if you send more police to this area and there's more crime going on and then the crime rate doubles, then what is over policing actually doing? Is it actually policing or is it just arresting people and you want to talk about like the war on drugs or whatever we're throwing people in jail for years because they have fucking how like a little bit of weed on them and then it starts the cycle of kid grows up in a fatherless household mother has to work two jobs absent parents and then and, and then it just starts the cycle over again and then the continuing uh, like over policing these areas is like it's just resulting in all of these arrests and like crime and people also don't understand like i think we've had this conversation before where when you grow up in 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 areas like that sometimes you don't have a choice bro like sometimes you have two kids and you get fired from your job or you this and that happen like people get laid off people get this like all the time and in these areas it's like i'm living paycheck to paycheck because i haven't had the same opportunities as everyone else and um i'm forced to to sell some drugs like i don't want to sell drugs like i'm not that, like you know whatever like they assume that if you sell drugs you're a horrible person like dude i know mad people that have sold drugs in their life and they are good people you know what i mean and like they they just will say that you know you you sell drugs and especially if you're black 
Forget about it. I mean, how many times are we going to see a Netflix documentary about someone who, fucking what's his name? Adrian Broner, they got locked up over here by Rikers Island. He had a, mm-hmm. allegedly stole a backpack. He was in Rikers for fucking an insane amount of time awaiting trial. Getting beaten up and all this shit over, like, what is, what is that? Like, how can you say, like, dude, that was 100 years ago and just, like, write it off as all this shit? It's just whatever. And, and as far as the looting and the rioting goes, because a lot of people like to deflect that way and go, they care about the reaction, but they don't care about what caused the reaction. Like, when people aren't addressing what caused the rioting and the looting, like, that makes no sense to me. Like, I understand people being like, well, you're burning down shops and whatever. How is this helping your neighborhood? It's like, okay, I get that. But also at the same time, the, the analogy that I gave when I was talking about this was you and a couple of friends, right? Let's say me, you, and Josh, we are walking through the woods. We come, come, we come across a bear. And then I go, and then you go, I'm going to poke that bear. And me and Josh are like, that's not a good idea, but we don't say anything to you and we don't stop you from doing it. And you just poke that bear. Eventually, what's going to happen? That bear's going to wake up and it's going to fuck up all of us, right? And then I don't get to go, yo, why did the bear fuck me up? I didn't even poke it. I actually thought it was a bad idea to poke it and I don't believe in poking it. And I treated all bears in my life with respect. Why am I paying for this? It's like, because you didn't say anything. You didn't yeah. try to prevent it. So what happens is when you keep poking a fucking bear, they're going to burn down a fucking target in your fucking neighborhood, dude. Yeah. And also and you can't be surprised. Uh, and the other thing too, it's like, I don't understand why they have to ride and loot. Cause when they try to privately protest and this guy fucking murders somebody on camera and nobody does anything. How many so, people have died since Colin Kaepernick took a knee? And when Colin Kaepernick took a knee, a lot of people had a problem with that, and they were like, oh, this is disrespectful to the country, it's disrespectful for the military and all this shit. And I don't even understand that because the military doesn't fight for anything other than freedom of our country. And freedom is not you deciding what other people do with their freedom. Then it wouldn't be freedom. So you can't say, oh, you can peaceful protest, but just don't do it during the national anthem. That is not freedom. That is a talk, rule. That is not what that him. is. Talk to him. So I don't understand when people are like, oh, it's, it's disrespectful to the military. If anything, it's exactly what the military is fighting for. You are exercising the right that they're going over there and fucking putting their lives on the line for. To come back here and be free and do whatever you want and peacefully as well. No one's burning down a target. It's like Colin Kaepernick wasn't going down burning down buildings or anything. The guy took a knee and he brought a lot of awareness to this issue and then... Even with all the good that he did, how many people continued to get killed by police on camera for no fucking reason? What do you think is going to happen? And now you're like, oh, this is not peaceful. This is, you know, this and that. Like, give me a fucking break, dude. Like, at the end of the day, whatever. Blow up the fucking target. They got more money than anything in the world. All these places have insurance and whatever. And I understand that some people are going to suffer from the rioting and looting. But that's just what's going to happen as a society when you keep poking a bear and no one makes a fucking stance on this. Yeah. If if your police department and your government took care of this, your store would, would be taken care of. Because here's the thing. People are dying because of the color of their skin and it's 2020 okay you guys want to talk about slavery was 200 years ago this that and the third okay why are we still killing black people because they're black that's happening because of systematic racism you can't tell me anything different that's what it is and listen i have friends that are cops joe has plenty of friends that are cops i'm gonna tell you like this It goes back to the analogy of poking the bear. If you are a police officer, a sworn police officer, 
You cannot turn a blind eye to this type of shit. You cannot allow your partners, <clears throat> your coworkers, your family, people that you know to get away with shit like this because all it does is perpetuate the problem. That's and what it is. So you are a good person, but guess what? You, you could be a better person and speak up because don't let yourself become part of the statistic yourself. Don't do that. Yeah, and the thing that I see happening now and that's becoming more clear because it's also more clear to me because I... I mean, I grew up in Queens, all of my friends growing up, before I had the friends that I have now, all my friends, one of them were white when I was growing up. And now, like, I know that I'm not racist. I don't have a racist bone in my body and I don't, I don't, whatever. But if I let it slide every time like an uncle says something or not that my uncle say shit like that, but like, I'm just like giving examples of like, you know, if some relative said something or if I'm at a party and some white kid says some shit and I just let it slide or I just kind of like whatever, which I've been on both sides of the fence. There have been times where I've spoken up and been like, yo, this is like whatever and had an argument, but there've been times where I feel like I'm just uncomfortable here. Like, let's just go to a different bar, you know? So I just, I'll leave and I won't say anything that in a way is perpetuating the problem because if we are going to expect police officers to hold each other accountable, then white people who, no doubt about it, have a privilege. If you don't think that, I really don't know what to tell you. It's an easy one. And for all the fucking white people that I see on fucking Twitter that are like, I'm not going to apologize for being white. No one's asking you to, but I'm not going to apologize for being white. White privilege doesn't exist. And I've gotten everywhere I've been because I've been working and whatever. Yeah, no shit. We're all working. Like white privilege is not something that you pull out a card and you go, I'd like to use my white privilege now. It just happens around you and you don't know it. It's a subconscious thing. When you drive around, no one's looking at you like, did he steal that car? No one's ever thought that. And for people who are like, oh, I've never experienced whatever, that is you personally, an individual. There are billions of people in the world that this is happening to. And just to, be, just to think that your own experience is what the status quo is, is idiotic. It's idiotic to think that. But I just, I feel like, you know, I, I finally, it's making sense to me because Lil, Lil Dicky actually posted this thing and, and it was, he kind of, the verbiage he used was perfect for what I was thinking because he was saying, he's like, my whole life, obviously I, like I wasn't racist and I thought it was obvious to treat everyone the same. And I thought I was doing my part by just treating everyone the same, but it's almost naive to think that if you just do your part, that everyone's going to do their part. And, and it's almost irresponsible as well, because you have to be louder than that and listen if you have a friend group where people say some weird racist shit or they whatever you have to hold them accountable because and you can't be afraid because don't be a fucking pussy and don't be a bitch and be like oh i'm just trying to fit in or whatever because you can make a change right now and change the way that your friend group looks if you actually stand up and actually say how you feel because if you actually like are if you actually are like racist through and through well then fuck off and you probably aren't listening to this and like i don't just whatever get fucked but if you are a person that grows up in a household where your parents have these views and you don't necessarily feel that way and you feel differently but you don't want to be like outcasted in your own family today's the day dude i don't know what to tell you because if you want to invoke change you have to be a leader there's no one who's been a follower that's ever invoked change you always have to be a leader and be like i this is what i believe and stand up for that because it's just right and it's not about 
aside. It's literally about human decency of being like people shouldn't be dying and people shouldn't be treated differently just because of the color of their skin. It just doesn't fundamentally make sense to me that yeah. people feel that way. It's an just, immature way of thinking. Like it's just, just stop. it's psycho it's psychotic. Just stop killing black people. If you really say it like that too, it's just that's just stop killing black people. That's and it. listen, and I and a part of me, I I get not that I get, but unarmed pe black people, people they, that they are got like people I, that show up with guns, militias and shit, and they're wilding and screaming. You don't shoot them. Yeah, and also for the for the people that just show up to protests to antagonize the crowd. You are such a bitch. Yeah. Like, you're a pussy. Like, that's so fuck. Like, you're such a bitch. And, and like, the people that, even before these protests, any protests, that just show up with an AK-47 just to exercise their right to carry, you're fucking corny. Like, yeah. you are a bitch, dude. How insecure are you? That you have to walk around and, like, I'm just going to scare people. But I have the right to do this, so nothing can actually happen to me. Yo, you're a bitch. Like, that is so corny to do that. It's to be like, I'm just exercising my right, like, to whatever. Like, there's no reason to be doing this. Like, you know what I'm saying? And for the people that right, who want to... That, that right there is white privilege. And listen, the all lives matter people as well. You have a point, but you don't have a point at the same time. Obviously, all lives matter. No one's saying that. But when someone says Black Lives Matter and you immediately go, well, all lives matter, we're not talking about that. And I saw a perfect, ex a perfect example online of people at a breast cancer rally not showing up like, hey, colon cancer is also, also matters. All cancer matters. That's how you sound. Can you imagine showing up to a breast cancer rally like, we got to shut this down. You guys are insensitive. Because right. all cancer so matters. Cancers. Why is breast cancer getting its own month? Why does breast cancer get all the players in the MLB start swinging pink bats? And why are we... Who's, where's, where's the outrage then? The other thing, too, is all lives don't matter until black lives matter. So Yeah, they have to... They, if, if, if what you're saying is true, all lives matter, then the black lives have to matter also. And this is where people get into that conversation about being like... Well, people keep complaining about Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, but more white people are incarcerated, more white people are, are um, being beaten by police, which, by the way, by the numbers, like the sheer numbers, is, is right, but percentage-wise, it's not even close. So when people are like, more people are incarcerated, uh, more white people are, are actually incarcerated, it's like, yeah, because there's more white people here. Yeah. That's why. Like, but if you want to go percentage-wise... It's crazy. And in Minneapolis specifically, I, was, I saw this thing where like 80% or 60% of all their traffic stops, African-American people. And they make up like 16% of the population. Wild. Wild. It's crazy. So it's like, you're going to tell me that these people aren't being targeted? Or are you going to tell me that all black people are bad drivers? Because the stereotype is actually that Asian people are bad drivers. And I don't see all the Asian people in Minneapolis marching in the streets because they're getting pulled over all the time. Are they, being, are they getting pulled over because they're blowing stop signs? Or are they getting pulled over because they're black? Let me know. It's just ridiculous, it's just, man. It's like all this is so fucking is simple, too. And I don't like the fact that I have to talk about this for so long. And I have to go through layers of things to like get people to understand. 
it's very simple to what you're saying. Stop killing black people. Yeah. Stop being so afraid of and black I people hope, also. And I hope, and listen, I, I, I don't wish, I, I don't wish like ill will on people like that because, but my thing is this, is that I hope when this cop goes to jail, all right, the biggest, blackest dude beats the fucking shit out of him. Because let me tell you something. The way that that dude stared into that camera while this guy is under him pleading for his life is so fucking gross. It's insane. And the fact that he could just have his hands in his pocket and do that. And then now you got these fucking idiots going around doing this George Floyd challenge. People that are doing that and taking pictures like that, you should be ashamed of yourself. You really should. And listen... The reason why I'm gonna get really I'm gonna get really fucking angry in a second. When they the reason why people do that too, some of the well not all the time, but like sometimes is because they live in all white neighborhoods, so they know they're never gonna have to actually face a a, a black person or or face the repercussions for doing something like that. So they know in their neighborhood, like oh my parents are 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 racist and you know the people who live across the street and this whole neighborhood's white, so like I could do this and get away with it because no one's really gonna say anything. It's like hey. Back to what I was saying before, you're a pussy. That's just, that's pussy. Like, it's just corny, bro. And listen, if people like want to have, I saw, I saw, I saw a great tweet and I forgot who it was. So I'm sorry for not giving you credit, but it said there's a thousand and ten cops, right? There's 10 bad cops and 1,000. Uh, there's 10 th- uh, bad cops and 1,000 good cops. If the 1,000 good cops don't say anything about the 10 bad cops, you got 1,000 and 10 bad cops. So this is what you need to do. For me, it's, it's about just spreading awareness and making some of these things illegal here. How about this? Make it illegal for a cop to fucking sit on a guy's head. I don't, think, I don't even think that's like taught. Like, I'm pretty sure I read that, that that's not, like, a taught method of, like, subduing a person. Also, at the same time, nine minutes on the ground, what are we waiting for? That's mad long. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? A, any, a man who's also handcuffed and covered by four other people. And here's the problem, right? Because you see it in this situation, and, like, this is very real in the, in the police, like, department or community or whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> There's like a code that you don't tell on each other, right? So when someone's doing something like that, you don't tell on each other. And it's like what Danny's saying. If you have 10 bad cops, the other 1,000 maybe won't say something. And listen, you'll never hear me say that all cops are bad. I am not anti-cop. Me neither. Because I, I respect police officers and I respect firemen and I respect the military and all these people because my father was a fireman for many years and I've met tons of great people. And I know, especially around 9-11, all these people that put their lives on the line and they're all great people. But at the same time, if your job as a police officer is to protect and serve, then when you let your fellow police officer do things even a little bit out of line, because this isn't a job where there's leeway, right? Of course, it's a dangerous job, and sometimes you got to do what you got to do to subdue a criminal, like blah, blah, blah. Killing a man is going way above that. But there is very little leeway for a police officer. If you're letting your fellow officer 
basically break the law and do these things, you're not protecting and serving your community at all. And you know how people say like sometimes cops will just turn the lights on so they can get through real lights and shit? If that's an actual thing, that's a very small problem that maybe doesn't like seem like a big deal, but that is a gigantic seed. Because abuse of power. It's abuse of power. And if you don't think the traffic laws, you, can abide, you don't have to abide by the traffic laws because you're a police officer, then that is the beginning of a gigantic problem because that's going to turn into, sometimes, you thinking that you can knee on, you could lay on a guy's fucking neck for 10 minutes and kill him and think that I was just trying to do my job. No. And fuck, and fuck Drew Brees, too. <laughs> How fucking tone deaf is Drew Brees? See, in, in my opinion, I think that the Drew Brees thing is good because there are a lot of people like Drew Brees that think about this, right? The Kaepernick thing happened how long ago? And Drew Brees didn't make a statement back then. We weren't talking about Drew Brees when Colin Kaepernick was taking a knee. Now, now he, Drew Brees said that he has a problem with people disrespecting the United States of America or some shit when obviously it's not about that, but he said it at a completely wrong time, but it's good that he did say it right because he actually feels that way. Do I think Drew Brees is a bad guy? I do not. No, I don't. I don't think he's a bad guy. I think that he's misinformed and he's uneducated on what it means to be black in America. And now because he said that and he was speaking quote unquote, his truth, he can now be educated by, players on his team and people who he just has contact with that are black and can let him know. And now we've seen him come like turn around and make multiple statements where he was apologizing or whatever. Did I'm he in, though? That yeah. Did he though? Or did his PR team tell him to do that? I think he did. I don't think Drew Brees is a bad dude. I don't think he's a bad dude. So it's then why would like, you think that a PR team is making him do it? I would think a, a bad dude would be like, write this up so I can just get this out and save face. Also, no. the players on his team, I'm sure, had conversations with him because Michael Thomas and Cameron Jordan came out and they like forgave him. I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and just like, whatever. I am hopeful that when people who are just white people who are uneducated and they don't realize what it means to be black in America because they just haven't done the research and they just like to just say it's disrespecting the flag is doing no research whatsoever and not like even trying to understand it. But when you say something like that and then people are on your ass and they give you all the information and you're able to understand now, and if that changes your opinion, in a way, even if it doesn't change your opinion, but publicly you put out a statement where it looks like it, I'm okay with that because that will invoke change. Because people who blindly follow Drew Brees, and make no mistake, there are white people who blindly follow Drew Brees, if he says something like that, it could change their mind. And that would start some sort of change and have a ripple effect through that community. So I, in a way, like when things like that happen, not because, and I'm not going to vilify Drew Brees because I really don't think from, I have no reason to believe that he is. He said a stupid thing at a stupid time, and now he's hopefully educated on the fact of what it means to be black in America, and we'll have to do some, you know, whatever. Do I think he deserves to be apologized? Not my call not up to me to accept an apology it has nothing to do with me so that's on on the black community to do whatever they want with drew Brees. up to them i have no fight in that i have no dog in that fight is what i want to say but 
But when you play in a league where the where it's seventy percent African American, you, you you have to you have to have some recollection that also there were black soldiers in every major war. Yeah, and just like you said before, it's not disrespecting the country if this is for freedom. I understand they want to see it as a a unity thing, or the, but even Aaron Rodgers was like, listen, they locked arms, they made a compromise because they were going to say that you can't kneel. Yeah. You know, it's like, what are we doing here? And then it's also, it's like, why do we give a shit what athletes fucking have to say anyway? The reason why... These guys probably have more concussions than fucking all South Florida combined. (laughs) I think, uh... I just think it's, I think it's important that they're all, like, speaking up. And also, it feels a lot different now because, like, Roger Goodell even came out and put a statement out. Right? Yeah, he better! No, I know. But I'm saying, like, at the time of (laughs) Colin Kaepernick, like, no one said shit. Yeah, and you want to know who else didn't say shit? Other players. Besides, Eric Reed kneeled, other ones kneeled. Now they want to say shit. Yeah. That's why Colin did this shit way before everybody else, and it's not like, yo, like, I, yo, I, it's not a pair of sneakers being like, yo, I had these before you. Mm-hmm. It's like, now you motherfuckers see. Everybody sees now. And now you got to just continue to see. That's why, I, that's why I even posted, like, listen, like, when all these protests stop and people go home, you got to realize that this the, it's the system that's in place that is doing this. People are gentrifying neighborhoods, like you brought up earlier. Being born black is the only thing that they were that they've done, and have started with a massive, massive, massive. That's like me and you going to play the Monstars already down fifty. Yeah, and that's when it's just it's just not fair when people hide behind the statistics. Like I was saying, like over policing those areas, like yeah, you're you can then you can hide behind the statistics and be like, do you know how many black people are committing crimes? It's like there is three times the amount of police in that neighborhood than the white neighborhood out in fucking Long Island where kids are dying left and right from heroin. Where's all the heroin busts? Yeah, where's that? I know they're dying. Where's all the kids getting arrested? Or where are all the white kids getting stopped and frisked out there because they're all dying from heroin? Or parts of Jersey where they're, where that's happening? Where is this happening? Jerome, get more time than Brandon. <laughs> One of my favorite Kanye lines. But it's just, you know... And listen, I, I obviously... Just stop killing people! I'm, I'm, I'm a white dude, so I don't have a... I don't call the shots or anything. But for me, what I'm doing and... You know, besides, you know, the the protests and donating money to different organizations and whatnot, I have been going out of my way to educate myself so that I know how to have these conversations even better with people that want to try and have an argument with me about this. You know, like the best thing you can do is educate yourself. And another thing, and not that it's my call, but people who want to change and have said things in the past and now are feeling the pressure to either put out statements or this and that. I am going to welcome that, in my opinion, just because even if it's not genuine, if it is to the public, then it will change some of the public. Like, it has to it, it has to start with people just saying something or saying right. their opinion and standing with these people. If they never, like, people, especially people with platforms, like, I think you have a responsibility to put out a statement 
and tell people how you feel so that you can wean out, you know, the bad people who follow you. Cause there's, there's people who, I mean, there's people who are following me that are like a bunch of people who are like unfollowing me for this and that. And it's like, dude, I don't care. Like it's not, it's not going to kill me honestly. No. And it's like, I don't want to associate myself with you. I'm afraid of you. Like I'm afraid of people that have that kind of hate in their heart. Like even if, you know, they're racist against people who don't look like me. Like, I'm afraid of that. Like, that to me is a mentally, like, unstable person. Like, how can you actually function that way, you know? Like, so I don't want to be around you anyway. I don't want to be associated with your shit. So, see ya. It's also, it's also like, listen, like, even, the, like, just like on the Drew Brees point. Like, listen, like, people say dumb shit. Like, they do. But there's a difference between... And, like, I don't want to free up Drew Brees either. So that's why I said fuck Drew Brees. Because it's a dumb thing to say in a dumb time. I don't think Drew Brees is a racist. But what I'm saying is it's this kind of dumb thing to say. Especially when, you know, more than half your team is black. But killing someone and saying something stupid is different. But having the confidence... I know on two separate occasions where me and you have had to have talks with friends about dumb shit they've said. Yeah. And that's all it is. It just takes a conversation just to try and change the way somebody thinks. Yeah. That's it. Instead of letting it roll off your back, just say something. And also in the, in, in like the Drew Brees example, it's like, here's a person who I don't think is racist, right? Just based on, I don't know Drew Brees personally, obviously. So based off of, you know, Everyone seemed to like Drew Brees, all the black players, all whatever. I've never seen him be weird or like there's never been like old tweets that pop up about Drew Brees. So the only thing that he said was something about like the military, which fine. But in a way, um, I'm glad that that happened to him because this dude plays for New Orleans, bro. Yeah. Like New Orleans is black. Yeah. And it's the NFL, so a lot of players on his team are black as well. The best players on his team are black. And um, he is the classic example of a white person who doesn't want to, I don't think, wants to hurt anyone's feelings. They're just not educated. So they think they're being neutral by just saying, like, I just love my country. But it's like, you're, but, but when you say that, you're ignoring the point, you know? So when you, you can educate someone like that and then they, they're able to put out a statement than the people who are as ignorant as Drew Brees are, where they're not necessarily an enemy, they just don't know how to be an ally. They need to be taught how to be an ally. Yeah. So with the Drew Brees situation, it's teaching these white people that are uneducated on, on the fact of how to be an ally, right? And that's all, all there is. We all want to be allies with each other. And that's how you do it. You need to actively be an ally. You need to actively, like, if you're an actual ally... Usually you wear the same jersey, you know? Like, you're not on the Saints unless you put on that jersey. You can't just be like, I love football. Like, that's ambiguous and it's vague. It's like, you have to love the Saints, bro, if you're going to be on this team, you know? Yeah. So it's the same thing. You have to say and show your effort of, like, I am for this. You know, we're allies. We're, e like, we're trying to be equal here, you know? And, then, and that's and the then, whole point. And then, like, the th it is also his wording was bad. It was like, I won't stand for anybody disrespecting the flag. Yeah. Are we going to disrespect the flag now when you got 30,000 drunk idiots screaming throughout the entire national anthem? 
people that's leaving another their thing. People like, leaving their hats on. People doing all this shit. What about these fucking assholes? But they'd be yeah. like, yeah, screaming, oh yeah, America! I'm like, dude, if you you're supposed to be quiet and look and look at the flag. I was I was taught growing up that you don't speak during the national anthem. No. And every time you go to a Ranger game, there's those drunk dudes that are just like, let's go Rangers! <laughs> and you're like, all right, like. I don't how know. about how about the Redskins tweeting out? Uh, uh, we we sw- uh, we support. This <laughs> <laughs> bad. I the team called the fucking Redskins. I love it. And then yeah. uh, the other thing too is like, so when are we go- well, when are we gonna stop? So when you go to Kansas City and they do and the home of the Chiefs, we're gonna get mad at them too. Are they disrespecting the national anthem because they don't say home of the Brave? They say home of the Chiefs. Do they? Yeah. Like, like it's and just the like home dude. of the Chiefs. Oh, that's not bad. That's not disrespectful. But someone taking a knee is disrespectful. Because police are killing people. Because police are killing Stand people. Stand up. <laughs> Let them kill. Like I don't know. Whatever. It's just it's just very ironic that Colin listen, Kaepernick I, takes a knee and then a cop takes a knee and kills somebody with it. And listen, you can very well be, you know, supported supportive of the police department. But you can't be supportive of the police department. Like, you can't do both in the same breath. Like I said, you need to be an active ally and show that you're an active ally. You can't just say, like, yeah, of course, Black Lives Matter. But it's like, yeah, but it's not of course. It's like, we have to, you have to be active in that. It's not enough to just be not racist. Like, you have to be vocally against racism. And that doesn't, and racism doesn't mean the police department. Because, again, I am not anti-cop and I do not think the entire uh, the entirety of the police force is racist. I think there are racist people in there, and I do think that there is a code where they don't tell on each other that needs to change. Absolutely. The whole system that they have there, there is a bunch of things that need to change in that, 100%. That's not to say individually that each cop is bad. They're putting their lives on the line every day, and I respect them for that. The racist ones and the bad ones do not respect that, and the ones who are against all of this shit but are too afraid to speak up, Time to be a fucking man because you're a police officer. You go out there and you put your life online. You carry a gun. I think it's a little easier to tell your boy to fucking stand up, to get off of someone's neck. I think it's a little easier to do that. I think so. For sure. Killed. You, you killed that, bro. Uh, I've been thing. nonstop like reading shit about all of this because yeah, I don't want to be like, and, and listen, for people that are like, Oh, you're going to, I mean, cause people aren't saying this to me, but I'm saying like in general, oh, they're going like to say it. They're going to be like, yeah, but like this, that, and uh, this, no, when people are like, Oh, like you're doing this now because it's like in the news and it's like popular and it's this and that. It's like, okay. Yeah. But like, I'm, I'm going out of my way now. You're educating yourself. But not only that, but it's like, I can't go back and change the way I like a, a, a time where I didn't speak up and say something I can only use today to educate myself further and moving forward, yeah. I have more ammo when it comes to those conversations. And I can, you know, do my part and I can, like, whatever. Like, just, yes, like, but when people are like, you weren't doing it in the past, so you doing it now is not genuine. Like, that is the furthest thing from the truth. I think that anyone can, like, change and, and you know, change their character and, like, this and that. Do it, you know? Like, why not? Like, be more proactive in it you know and and sometimes people are especially there's a lot of white people that aren't racist but they don't quite understand and in my opinion it's 
it's it would be counterproductive to attack those people instead like educate those people because when you attack those people if they feel attacked then they're gonna go well fuck all that and they're gonna yeah, block well, it out and that's, well, that's how people th- become racist too well the thing is too like it's kind of similar to that but it's like a blackout tuesday right like i'm sure a lot of people that posted the black box like took a lot of bravery for them to do like people that were on the fence like with their families and stuff and, like their families were going to see that like you said like people are on following like people are like losing family members and friends over this shit so i felt bad for like people that posted the box with like the wrong hashtag or whatever like and it was like ah, oh, like now this is becoming counterproductive because people are like getting mad at each other for like using the wrong hashtag and like shit like that uh i just feel like listen i participated in it I didn't use the ha- the I used the right hashtag, but like whatever. I just think people need to just keep continuing to do the research. Like look past Blackout Tuesday. I just keep doesn't Blackout Tuesday is over. Like just like you said, just continue the education on it, and th- that's all you could do. And like you said, be better equipped to have these conversations with your friends. That back in the day, maybe you would say whatever and just like keep having a beer, but now you could have the conversation. Yeah. I think the best thing you can do is just educate yourself on the history because like I said, like uh, the book, like I consider myself educated, especially on, uh, you know, that topic, because I would say I'm more understanding than most people when it comes to that. But even I like reading the book, the color of law, that's the name of it. It's, it really goes into detail about how the cards have been stacked against black people forever and it's easy to just be like well if you're born today like it's not like that like our neighborhoods aren't segregated and this and that and it's like what was put in place back then trickles down and there's a lasting effect until conversations like this until apparently we burn down targets yeah you know (laughs) apparently until that happens and that's when everything is gonna happen and 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 i'm I'm glad because a lot of people also like, you know, you go on Amazon, you look for these books about the the history of like, you know, whatever. And they're all sold out, which is good. So I'm glad that a lot of people are taking the time to educate themselves. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's another thing. Like I even spoke out against like my whole, my hometown. Listen, I love my hometown. I love Hastings, but you know, everyone's super liberal there. Oh, we're liberals and and we want to do this. Stop raising taxes every year that these lower income minorities who have the cards stacked against them, okay, can come join us in school. I don't see any black people in my school. So we're going to pay higher taxes, what, to keep, you know, oh, but you want your town to be safe, but you want them to have them. You're paying for them to stay where they are. It's just all, it's just a cycle that has been put in place that is just, so flawed that people just need to start with the conversations and let those blossom into something that we could possibly even turn into a real change here. Cause I really hope that this is the time where we could do this, but it's going to take a lot of work to break hereditary and systematic racism. It's just what it is. Yeah. And the last thing that I'm going to say before we get out of here is that if anyone wants to have a conversation, leave a comment and, yeah. uh, I'm not dismissive unless you're dismissive to me. So if 
you want to have a conversation, we can have a conversation. But just know this is this has nothing to do with left or right or red or blue. No. This is this is basic human decency here. Not okay. once not once did we bring up Trump, not once did we bring up Obama, not once did we bring up Biden, Clinton, who was on Jeffrey Epstein's island. Uh, you know, but like we didn't bring up any of that. And I think that just shows that the conversation that we're having now is just about human fucking decency and letting somebody live their life not in fear Yeah, in a country based on freedom. That's all it is. We wanted to see people stop getting killed in the fucking street because of the color of their skin. That's That'd it. be nice. That'd be really nice. That's all. No matter whatever your political stance is, let's just stop doing it. I thought it was easy to not kill someone. Apparently not, though. <laughs> Apparently it's tough. Oh, man, it's hard to give this up. It's like smoking cigarettes. Jesus. Unbelievable. Anyway, uh... Where can they find you? Uh, <laughs> let's get to these Daniel, ads. Yeah, let's get to these ads. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, at Daniel Priori on Instagram, who's which is probably going to take a substantial hit after this episode. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Or am I? I've lost a ton of followers, and it's it shows. Really? Yeah, not not a ton, but it's just like yeah, I, I see what's going on here. I'd rather them be gone anyway. But uh, at Daniel Priori on Instagram and Twitter, uh, check out the Stank Podcast uh, at the Stank Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, and also our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash Stank Podcast, where we talk about movies, TVs, video games. Uh, you guys can follow me at Joe Santagato. Uh, go check out the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash The Basement Yard. Uh, put up a long video about you know the George Floyd situations, uh, the Black Lives Matter protests, and everything. Um, so if you want to go check that out, it's like 45 minutes long. It's on the Patreon. Uh, we left it up just to be by itself for the week and we'll be back making, you know, daily content on that next week. And, um, actually when this comes out, it'll already be fine, but yeah, yeah. uh, you can go to patreon.com slash the basement yard, go follow us on Instagram at the basement yard. And that is all. See you guys next time. Peace.